is now time for a very crime-filled edition of Game Pass or Pass, the podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service, tell you which games to pass into a friend, and which games to just hop on that bat cycle and just drive on by. Very slowly, though. I am Corey. I am joined by your resident crime-filled... I was going to say you're a crime-filled neighborhood, but that doesn't make sense. Your resident crime fighter, Basher. That would have been racist also, like just because I'm an urban knight living in an urban area. This is I'm a crime field. This is a audio show. I have no way of knowing that. <laughs> I can't. That you are that. That's racist for assuming that I thought that. If that makes sense, that is. We are not here to talk about racism. <laughs> no, we're here to solve racism, guys. <laughs> With crime. <laughs> I don't. Is that is that the secret to everything? Is that we need we need the crime to to fight the crime? It's like escalation. It's like that scene from Batman where he talks about if they get Kevlar or we get Kevlar and they get armor piercing bolts. This has gone on way too long. Gotham Knights. That's what we are here to talk about. I I, I can't believe we're here. Here are the details <laughs> on this title. Batman is dead. A new expansive criminal underworld has swept the streets of Gotham City. It is now up to the Batman family, Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Robin to protect Gotham. Bring hope to its citizens, discipline to its cops, and fear to its criminals. From solving mysteries that connect the darkest chapters in the city's history to defeating notorious villains in epic confrontations, Gotham Knights is an open-world action RPG set in the most dynamic and interactive Gotham City yet. Patrol Gotham's five distinctive boroughs in solo or in co-op and drop in on criminal activity wherever you find it. Your legacy begins now. Step into the night. And spell with it with it with a K. Very it's very, very clever. Very clever. Gents. This is available on uh Xbox Series X and S as well as PC. It does have cross play as well as uh cross save. Uh we actually did the thing where I was on X or I was on PC and you were on Xbox. Um, yeah, not, this was one where they canceled the last gen version, and they did not. Uh, only brought out for the the big boy consoles, the 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 modern consoles. We have a main story of sixteen hours, main and extras twenty seven, completionist of forty eight hours. I'd actually believe that one. And Gotham Knights, accurate too. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about uh, a game so bad, apparently. That I got a text message from my good friend John saying he uninstalled this after about thirty minutes. Uh, yeah, this is a weird one. This is a weird one. This was a game that, you know, that WB was pushing pretty hard. Um, WB Montreal is not rock steady, uh, you know. So that was kind of this was very clearly in the Arkham style, and so it wasn't rock steady. So a lot of people. I think went in with kind of uh, intrepidation. Intrepidation is it intrepidation or intrepidation? I thought it was trepidation. Maybe right, maybe. And so, and when it hit, uh, it was panned really hard, like really hard. And I mean, I was expecting the worst game of all time. Like honestly, I, I was expecting something just not unplayable. You know, it's. It's very strange when I see the landscape of gaming and I see, and I mean, we play so many games on this show alone where 
I mean, we just finished playing Starfield, but not finished playing, but we played some Star... Don't, don't learn the keyboard, buddy. Do not do that. Don't, don't be that cat. Yeah, I mean, just ju- just to give you an idea, we had an average of 67 on PlayStation, 64 on Xbox, and 66 on PC. Now, we should we should obviously you know make it very clear, and this will probably give you a little bit of a hint that uh, you know of where this episode is going to go. We are playing this, you know, far removed from when it orig- originally came out, almost a year. So it's been patched and things like that. So that's that we have to we need to make that very clear. Patches can definitely help a game. You know, it's it, when when Cyberpunk first came out, it got a bunch of patches, sure, but it wasn't until just recently where the game was completely overhauled to where people are saying, oh, it's good now. You know, like you, you still need some good in the bones, if you will. Right. Um, which is why playing Gotham Knights, so it's, it reminds it reminded me instantly of playing, like you said, the Ark the uh the old Arkham games. And so so for me, there was good in the bones almost immediately. Like it didn't feel it felt off, it felt a little it felt a little not polished, super polished, but it didn't feel bad. And I was instantly just kinda like where some games instantly turn me off or turn me on, I was instantly just like confused about this one because I because I played about the first thirty minutes like going like just thinking to myself, this is this is pretty okay. What am I missing? Like, am I missing something here? Yeah, I I don't want to say that like I think you know you said your friend John. I'm curious, was, is that when he when it first came out or is that when was that recently? Oh, recently, he okay. had the Game Pass version as well. So. I don't think that's a crazy response because I think the game makes an absolutely terrible first impression. And the way it starts out, you know, I I think, do you get to pick your character? I don't remember. I think it just throws you in as Nightwing, right? Uh, no, I don't remember now that I don't remember. Um, whatever The, the, the first part of the game is, is a very strict sort of linear part. And, the game doesn't feel great at first. Like, you know, like the character movement isn't super responsive. It's not very like, you know, it just, it, it doesn't give the impression that it's a triple a game in a lot of ways. Like the combat is extremely one note, but it's the combat that you know, and, and like from the Arkham games, you know, it's the games that we've been playing for God, well, from the Arkham games. And like you pointed out the Assassin's Creed games and also the Spider-Man games and, all the games that you like, it's that combat. Right. And what I will say is they, they also add like the, this is, it's been a long time since I've played those Arkham games, but so the Spider-Man game is, is more current in my brain of, of you've got your ranged attack as well. I don't remember if that was a thing in Arkham or not. It probably is, but they, yeah, she had batterings. So the, I think they the same button too. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of the thing that threw me off was I was like, this ranged attack is kind of dumb like like i don't it doesn't do a lot of damage it doesn't really it doesn't really do anything like i, I was kind of confused by it and so like for the first like hour and a half i was like i don't know man like this just this just feels kind of undone in a lot of ways like it just we'll see and then we hopped in together and we, we were just sort of fighting crime and it just like it was kind of nifty like us kind of doing our own thing and then I would kind of do go do something and then you would do something and then we would kind of meet up in the middle and and fight some bad dudes together it it 
what really, I don't want to say sold it because that's not what I would say at all, but the thing that held me long, on long enough was jumping in with a friend because anything is more fun when you, when you can do it with somebody else. So True, yeah. And I think like as I started to level up and like as you start unlocking some things and then you told me about the knighthood stuff and like it unlocks this whole other tree and it's just like things started falling into place for me. And then unfortunately... I started to really like this game, <laughs> like, like really like, like I was like, man, I, I kind of want to like, I, I just want to keep playing this. I, I, I got to get on a fight more crime. Like that, that was our running joke for like a week. Right. Like, like I'm fighting crime. I have to go fight more crime. I can't, I go sleep thinking about crime and all that crime. I like, and it's, you're right. Because when you get a, a second person in that world with you, the the good in the bones start to show, start to creep in a bit again because Gotham City is much like New York for Spider Man. It's the city itself is sort of a, a character, so it's that same world, that same environment. But now you got a buddy, and you're just dropping in on bad guys, beating them up, and swinging back out and traversing the city in in, in a pretty Fun way. I mean, I played as Batgirl, so I could, so I got the basic kind of gliding stuff that you played it that you got as Batman in the previous games. You played as a few different characters, so the well, all the 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 other three characters essentially. So yeah, I def I definitely dabbled in in all of them, actually minus Batgirl, because that was one of those like I just kind of left her because I knew you were playing as her kind of thing. So, but just traversing through the city as each of these characters, it's. I mean, it's, it's not quite Spider-Man level fun, but it's fun enough. I mean, again, like between between the traversing the city, between the city itself, between the city, uh, um, not environments, but activities. I'm with you. Like at, at some point, uh, I, I'm resisting the urge to like what I'm doing, but I'm like, no, I, I'm enjoying this. This, this rinse and repeat thing. And then as soon as it got super repetitive and I started to kind of come out, come down off of it, that's when I got to like the, the bigger story missions, like the Mr. Freeze mission. I'm like, wait a minute, this is in the game. Like at some point during your crime solving missions, you get the bigger missions because you have your regular overall stuff, but then you have like the big crimes, the big crimes you have to solve with the bigger uh, uh, villains that you know and love. And the first one for me anyway was Mr. Freeze. And that Mr. Freeze section was kind of great. Like, (laughs) so I'm like, (laughs) that's part of that terrible first impression though, too, for me is just like the way that you sort of like come about those missions or or you discover them is like, it's not, it's not super clear. And it, at one point it tells you that you can interrogate people. And I was like, okay, cool. And so basically if you press the back button or select, it kind of brings up, you know, it pops out this menu. That's like, Hey, here's everything going on in the city that you can do. And it's like, okay, for the, for the Harley, I think, cause we did the Harley Quinn one first together. That was the first one I fell into solo as well. Um, it's like, Hey, you need to go and interrogate somebody. And I was just like, interrogate. Uh, I think it was a freak that they called it. I was like, okay, fine. But and you, and you can go on the map, and it tells you kind of like if you're paying attention, it'll show you the sections on the map 
with this little symbol of, I think it's like an F with like a circle through it and, and stuff like that. And it's like, hey, this is a territory where these guys are. And so I go to that territory and it's like, I don't, I can't find anybody like to interrogate. I don't understand what's going on. And really what it is, you have to go to that, that particular part of town and then you've got to sort of find one of the crimes, but the crime isn't really on the overworld unless you zoom in. Like if you zoom in, then you start seeing these three little triangles, which are always on your radar if you're in that section. And so when I got there and like, I, it just, it doesn't explain itself well. Once you figure it out, it's like, okay, I got to go to this section. I got to go to the triangle. I got to do the thing. Okay, now I've unlocked the main mission. And you kind of have to do that over and over throughout the game to sort of get your information or whatever. But like we spent the first three or four hours, just like you said, going around Gotham City fighting crime. But once like everything started like clicking and coming together and I learned how to play the game, like you said, like it, it sort of, it is 100% the Spider-Man formula of, hey, you're out in the overworld doing your thing, and then the main missions, we're going to sort of kind of confine them. We're going to put you in these very linear, handcrafted experiences that are actually, like, very high production in, in ways I did not expect. Like, I think yeah. the, the Harley Quinn one is by far the weakest, I think, in terms of just, yep, like, I agree. Of, of, like yep. spectacle. It's still fun, though. Um, but no, like, and then, then the Mr. Freeze one is just, like, it's crazy. Like, like it's, it's, it's good. Right. I, it's, it's genuinely good. And, and even the Clayface one was mostly you and your bike. And although it wasn't the most, I, I mean, I don't want to oversell it. Like this is great bike chase sequence, but it did the thing that developers always do when they make a video game. Like they always put something in the, in a game where they say, all right, so here's where we break up this formula. Here's where we break up this section using this, this thing. And it totally worked for me with Clayface because I barely use the bike anyway. And using it as a, as a way to get to the boss, like as, as a set piece, I thought was pretty well done. Like, again, like the set pieces, the, the handcrafted, bigger crimes stuff is it's pretty well done. Like, and I, and I, and I think the issue is getting there because you have to do so much rinse and repeat overworld stuff just to get to those things. And once you start seeing that formula happen, I think that's where that sort of surprise starts to leave, you know, like, cause when, when you surprise yourself in this game, you're like, oh, now I could do this. Now I could get that. Now I'm getting these kind of missions. It's fun. But once you realize how you do it, once you realize what you need to do to do it, that's when it gets a little, that's when the overall gets a little mundane. And, I, and, and so I can understand like how someone could be instantly put off by this formula. But at the same time, I don't really get how someone can sort of hate it. Like it's it's not of all the things they try to do is I don't think they fall so hard in their face that this is the worst game of the year as I've been advertised for. So yeah, long. It, it's weird that like out of all the open world formula games that we got, like this one seemed to be the one that like missed for people because it, it's again, it's I'm I'm very picky about my open world games like genuinely. And it's because a lot of them are the same and th this has that problem. But I think the other aspect that I just I'm kind of baffled about is like all four characters are genuinely fun to play. 
and they all kind of play differently. Um, I, I guess I can only speak to the to, to the three, but I'm I'm assuming the fourth is is at least somewhat different. Um, but like you've got Robin who is more stealth based, you've got Red Hood who is more sort of brawler and uh, range based because he has like you basically they basically just gave him guns, which is kind of crazy to think about. Like at any point you can literally just hit left trigger and you're playing like a third person shooter. Um, and, and he's brutal. Like some of the moves that he does are just absolutely brutal. And Nightwing is kind of more of your agility-based character where you, you're kind of put in situations and it's a little bit more button combo-y heavy and stuff like that. And it's there's some really cool stuff in all of those trees that I played. And so whenever I got kind of bored with the overworld, I would kind of switch my character up. And all of your, your XP and stuff transfers. So I would anytime I would pick up a new character, until I got to the end when I sort of maxed out all the trees, like I was learning something new or I was playing it a slightly different way. And again, it's, it's strange to me that out of all the games, like, yes, this has a very rinse and repeat formula, but so does every one of these games. It was every Ubisoft open world game, every Spider-Man, Spider-Man is the same. It's been the same game for for 15 years, guys. But like, (laughs) look, I like Spider-Man a lot. I do too. I don't think this is drastically worse than Spider-Man. Spider-Man's a better game because it's paced well and it teaches you how to play the game better. But that game is super repetitive. Like, specifically Spider-Man. Miles Morales kind of fixed that problem, but Miles Morales is also a, a 10-hour game versus a 30-hour game. You know, like, so they, they didn't have that issue, whatever you want to call it, but it's it's a bit crazy to me. And I, I know, like, now we're sort of just talking about, like, what everyone else has to say about it, but it's it's surprising because... There's well, real I mean, production here that I I just everything that I read and saw basically made it sound like this is a boring open world game with nothing to do and I'm like yeah did you play this like <laughs> like did you actually play it like or like but if if you played the first hour and you bounced off of it totally understand it yeah I, I get it yeah, I get totally it. get it but I I don't know if your criticism is valid at that point if that makes sense I was. I was sincerely hoping that you would jump on this game and then tell me why I'm supposed to not like it <laughs> because I, I was I, having yeah. a good time with it. And then, so, so okay, let, well, I, I guess, let, sorry, to, let me get, the, go ahead. I do need to go preface. Right I need to preface this too of that. I think this game feels bad on console. It's playable it on console. Yes. I played on PC. PC version is more than fine where I was, consistently getting with ray tracing 70 plus frames this game feels drastically better combat wise when the with a higher frame rate like to me well, that just is, moving feels better yeah exactly so i need to preface that as well i guess um but you played on console the whole time and you didn't really have any problems so oh, i didn't have any problems but i switched to pc uh here and there just for a few hours and it feel and i agree with you it felt drastically better it's it's it's, it's a night and day difference honestly like it's completely playable on pc but the console version is is, is a bit jank there's some jank to it and, and um, I, don't, I don't know if it's jank it's just it it just doesn't what's the word it there's nothing wrong with it like it works and it, it plays and you know but it just the controller latency and like just the way that the game moves it just it feels better when it's moving fast it's 
when you're playing, and so it'd be interesting to go back and play that original version of Arkham that ran at 30 frames and stuff like that. Is it's just like it's almost like the game speed needs to be faster or something. Something just feels a little bit off when it's at a lower frame rate, which is that that's not that's not me trying to be like a PC elitist or whatever. Like I I tend to play on console if possible. No, 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 no. You should be. It's a, it's yeah. a superior race. Like, you're not. You're not wrong. But, um, uh, but yeah. no, the game the game even plays better faster if you the gamer play it faster i realized uh the self the self stuff is 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 dumb in a in a, in a good way if you will it's because it allows you to do all this very cool fast slick batman stuff without any of that forced overly forced stealth like let's slow everything down here like no even stealth stuff is done super quick you can you can clear out rooms super quickly and just and and, and it, it feels very like fun when it, when when you're moving very very fast but i did want to talk about uh, some things that i didn't like that i could definitely see people essentially hating um the gear system i think is pretty dumb i don't like so essentially each character has their melee weapon their um suit and then their throwable weapon. You get new weapons through crafting. So you, that means you have to collect materials. You collect materials through a host of different things. Just by beating enemies in chess, by completing challenges, they just throw XP and materials at you all game long. The issue is, this is clearly, it clearly feels like this was a part of a system that someone, how, how do I describe it? This game started it's out too- as, as a weird service game or a weird, like there was no chance that there was multiple currencies that you could pay for in this game at some point. Like it almost yeah. looks like it, like it, it right. feels like it. And, and you can, you can, you can definitely see it and they left. You could, and you can feel how when you take out the currency part, the the pay to play part, and you just leave the rest of it behind, how kind of broken it is. It almost needed, <laughs> you almost needed to pay for it at that point because now it's in the game and you're grinding for it instead of paying for it, and that grind see I, can but, get real annoying if you're looking if you're trying to do certain things. Right, and uh, for me. I didn't have to grind it. Like the game gives you so much stuff. Like I never really had to grind for it. And it, it's that weird destiny system to where it's, Hey, like you're going to get a new, whatever, a new, new sticks, whatever they call it, whatever Nightwing's weapon is. And this one's got a five fifty, and the other one had a three thirty, And so it does the exact same thing. It's just that since the number is higher, you hit harder, you know, like it doesn't drastically change how you play the game, but you're definitely, you're doing that thing where you're chasing higher numbers for no real reason. But I I never had an issue getting the higher thing. Like basically all it was is I had to remember to go to the screen and like, oh yeah, I haven't upgraded my weapon in a while. Click, done. You know, like I didn't have that issue. It it's dumb that it exists because it clearly was part of something bigger, but to me it wasn't a problem, if that makes sense. No, it 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 does make sense because I agree with you. I didn't have a it wasn't a problem for me gameplay wise, but I can see why someone would hate it for that reason, or or at least dislike it for that reason. But but it's like you said, like you get so much of the material. 
Yeah, a lot. And, and, and then... I guess, I mean, but it, I think part of that reason is, though, is because they want you to... The costumes in this game are genuinely cool. Like, there's a lot of them, and, like, every single character has quite a few, and they want you to sort of craft... I think they want you to craft all of them, but basically, I think what everyone's going to do is they're going to they're going to scroll through and like, oh, this one looks cool. Like that's what because that's what you do with costumes, right? <laughs> like you want you pick the one that you think looks cool. But I did find myself also like there was one with Nightwing that was just hideous, and I was like, but I it's the highest one, so I guess I got to use that one. You know, so there's that aspect too. I think if you crafted everything on those lists, you'd probably run into that problem. But the game, there's no reason to do that, I guess. The the only reason to really dive into that crafting experience is if is when you start replaying bosses and doing the night raids. That's where the difficulty starts to that's their end game essentially in this in this game. You the night raids and then the 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 boss excuse me, the boss rushes. Because the bosses are like level thirty thousand and by the end of the game you level like three thousand or something. So they definitely want you to do a bunch of night runs, a bunch of boss runs, and then just keep doing that with your friends over and over again. And that's their end game. And you know what? It's not a terrible thing. It's super repetitive. But at at this point in gaming, I don't think I don't think anyone can name five games that 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 do an end game like that spectacularly. You know, like. Most games need to end. That, Most games des- try to do that. That's Destiny. The game Destiny is like you you run that you you play the same thing a thousand times. That's Diablo. That's all you like, do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I say that and, I say that as a Diablo player. Like, and even Diablo players can tell you like, well, this Diablo did it way better than this Diablo because right. this this that and the other. Like, this is one of those games where the end game doesn't do it nearly as well. But at the same time. I mean, I, I'd even argue it does it badly because I did a few of those night runs by myself. And it's just, it, it's probably the most boring parts of the game for me. And it's at the end, this is the part they, this, this thing they want you to do the most by the end of the game. But honestly, you don't need to do that. Like, if you just go through this game at your own pace, by the end of that game, by the end of the game, by the end cutscene, when you're done, just put the controller down. And you and I yeah. think you had a great 15, 20 hours. That that that's exactly what I did. Like when first of all, I didn't know I was going to the last level. Like I, I genuinely didn't. So it would have been nice if they would have told me that at least. Um, but like when the when the credits roll ran and like and it's like congratulations. Now now go back and get out there. I was like no, nah, I'm good. Like <laughs> right, <laughs> I'm totally good. Like I I thoroughly enjoyed my time with this game. Like it it would be cool to get some other costumes and stuff. But like no, like I. I'm good. I don't. I don't need to play any more of this. Like, uh, my if 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 I had my, if I had a real big beef with the game, it would be. I hate the Court of All enemies. Like that's that is my biggest beef. Is like every faction has like, uh, like three different archetypes that for you know you've got your your range guy, your close up guy, and your heavy. And I those freaking. I don't know what they call them, but the ones that like you can't hit them, you've got to stun them first. I. Oh. God, I wanted to murder them. Are the ones that crawl around? Yes. See, once you see any mode where you're mixing and matching these enemies, I, I hate them in a good way. Whereas, like they pop on screen, I'm like, oh, great, I have to deal with that because the gun guys or whatever. 
But those guys, but the, but the ones that crawl around on the floor, like those, yeah, the, the, those are those are nice and annoying. But but it's, again, like, but, but it, are they annoying? Is that a big deal, right? Are they annoying, or is it that I'm annoyed that I can't? It, it, just okay. punch your just, just right. punch your crime way through it, right? Like it, it reminds me of of the criticism of um I cannot remember the name. the enemy in Doom Eternal um that everybody hates. Why am I blanking on Crusader? Is that what his name is? I think uh, we're basically the wrong one. Basically, like he he's completely you you have to stop moving in Doom Eternal to fight this guy, which is like the opposite of what you want to do, right? It's like this is this is Doom. I want to keep moving, and it, it's it's a valid argument to be like, this guy's annoying and I hate it. But at the same time, it's like, is frustration part of being better? Because once I stopped and I was like, okay, fine. I will start playing by your freaking rules. They're not, they're not a problem. Like it, it's not like the game is, they're not difficult to fight. It's just, I can't fight them the way that I want to fight them. And that's, I don't know if that's a criticism or not. Um, but I, I hate them with a passion. <laughs> I absolutely hate them. Yeah. I mean, like it's, I mean, I'm in a weird position because I'm supposed mentally. I'm like, you're not supposed to like this game, right? You're just you're just not like it's, everyone hates this game. Like it, everyone knows this game's bad. It's a bad game. Then I'm like, I I I like the game, <laughs> but it's to me again. It's it's just strange because like it, and I, I'm part of the problem though too, right? Like I heard the scuttlebutt and I didn't make my own opinion for myself, and I but also like. I wasn't super interested in it anyway. Like I'm that person where I played Arkham Asylum and then I played Arkham City and I was like, I'm good. Like I don't, when you took this to an open world, I just don't care anymore. Like I, I really don't. So that's when I saw this game. I was like, I love Nightwing. I want to play as Nightwing, not in this game. So you weren't going to get $70 out of me. And the biggest thing was I heard was the performance was terrible on PC, which it, it I'm sure it was. It had stutter uh, compilation problems, but that's now fixed. And so we have the benefit of coming to this for significantly cheaper. Like if this, Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like if if yep. the, if the game was broken on PC and it was seventy dollars and all that, like I'm with you. It's terrible, but we that's not how we get to view it. Fortunately and unfortunately, I guess. I mean, I, I would say mostly fortunately because this this should be the nature of the beast. I mean, I mean, we all want a a a, full, a, a, a feature complete game and blah blah blah. I mean, like that's. The, the struggle we have right now as, as a consumer with, with most game with most gaming companies. But when you get a story of a game that actually goes back and fixes the stuff, and I mean, like you, they don't, they don't get a pat on the back, but by the time it comes out to, to the rest of us, I'm like, I'm playing this game with no real, no performance issue, no performance issues. First of all, I mean, it, it plays slick. It reminds me of the Arkham games. I, I genuinely like, it's strange because I, I went into the game thinking, yeah, 30 frames sucks. There should be a 60 frames mode. So when I when I hopped on PC, I originally wasn't playing with ray tracing because that's the reason why the game runs at 30 frames on consoles because it forces ray tracing. And there is no way to turn it off. And if it's similar to the situation with Jedi Survivor, it was there was a performance mode in Jedi Survivor, but it still had ray tracing on. And ray tracing, we're just not there yet. Like PCs are not able to run ray tracing with you know even on with with a powerhouse PC you can't get super solid frame rates we're just now getting there on PC so like consoles it, it, it's a promise that they're just not able to fulfill right and so how did they fix 
Jedi Survivor, they turned off ray tracing. So I came to PC and turned off the ray tracing, and I was like, okay, great. I'm now getting 120 frames a second. This is how I want to play this game. And then it had DLSS. I was like, I'll turn on, I'll turn on ray tracing. I played with ray tracing for like five, six hours. I was like, okay, I'm going to turn this back off now. Game is ugly as sin without ray tracing. <laughs> like, ugly, like, it's strange because it's... I understand why they didn't do it now is because the game is really ugly without ray tracing. And it's one of those circumstances where like that was a decision that they made was to, to have their main function of lighting be ray tracing. And it bit them in the butt. Like, but at the same time, that's what gamers want, right? They want ray tracing. They want the high fidelity. They want X, Y, Z. And so it's just like, man, circumstances just did not work out for this one. However, we're here now and I genuinely love the way the game looks. Like I, I really do. The game looks awesome, and it's, it's yeah, it's just it's weird. I don't, I, I don't even remember I was going with that. I cut you off, but yeah. I, no, no, no. I don't think you did. I mean, if if anything, if 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 anything, my 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 issues are come come from just being a Batman nerd and just just stuff like I I don't like Batman's voice actor, uh, or I don't like uh some of the the the, the spoken dialogue, you know, and the 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 way the story plays out, I feel like, is a uh, it's cliche. Uh, yeah, it's super super cliche. But I mean, on top of that, it's it, it, you you. There's a rule in writing where you can't write a character smarter than you because how can you be smarter than yourself? And so like, right. It's the opposite here where they have to make the 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 protagonist pretty dumb. I think like they, like. You fall into every trap the villain lays out. Every villain lays out. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, but again, this is like nerdy stuff. I mean, I don't. As as someone who doesn't have a lot of time to dedicate to a super deep, long, rich narrative like a eighty hour God of War, I mean. I pick up and play this for an hour at a time right before uh, I, I go out for the second job or something. And I have, I have, a, I had a good time. I, it's, it's very, it's, it's very strange. I think just a couple of weeks ago, we, we reviewed Starfield and said, no. Right. I was, I was thinking that I was like, we're, we're really going to be that show. And it, not that anybody really cares. Cause we don't like advertise ourselves or anything like that. But like, we would be that NeoGAF post, like, podcast says Starfield sucks but likes Gotham Knights. And, like, that's that would be our legacy, right? <laughs> like, it's like, no, like, honestly, it's, like, it, it's that one guy that, that hates us because of Remnant. Like, <laughs> right. I, I was thinking of that guy, too. That guy lives rent free in my head, by the way. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> any of these, any high profile game that comes out, whether if I like or dislike, I'm like, what would that guy from Remnant right. think? That, now, to be fair, I said you should play Starfield. You did not, so they'll hate you, not me. But I mean, that, which, which which is fine. I, I will happily be the villain on the show. I I, I I'm the, the the Sony pony here anyway. Um, but yeah, man, like it's I well, I, it's, I do want to on the story. Like, I don't want to say I genuinely liked it because that's not what I want to say. What I, I did not dislike it the way that I saw some of the vitriol vitriol that like some people are like absolutely terrible like worst story ever i'm just like i don't what do you what do I you expect I don't get it. yeah I, I just i don't get it 
Like it's it's just and this, story. And this, it's this not is, good or bad. This is coming from somebody who likes Spider Man, who is super excited about Spider Man Two in just over a week here. Like, I don't think that story was significantly better. And I've played that game recently, and I've replayed it, and it's like, it's the same thing. Like Peter Parker's dumb man. Like he falls into the same trap a hundred times. And what I will say is. It's a better told story because of, again, the pacing. The biggest problem with Gotham Knights to me is pacing because the way it tells the story and the way that it, it, it hands it to you, like it's super strange that like sometimes when you go and switch characters, all of a sudden you'll have these like moments with Alfred and it's basically all four characters are trying to figure out how to deal with the death of Batman and, and like what, what would Batman do? Like, how can we be Batman? We're not Batman. And they all have their own little story to tell about how they feel about it. And I think Jason Todd's is probably the most, I want to say interesting, but it's the most like not cliche. It's just like Robin's a kid, you know, like how can, how can a kid live up to be Batman? You know, like it's just not possible. And, but on that topic, they also, no matter with whatever character you pick, you actually get different dialogue throughout the main story. Which, which is be, cool. Which is crazy. Like they actually went and did that, and there's certain lines that are told. Like if, if you go in as as uh, Scott, what's his first name? Why am I forgetting his first name? Tim Scott. Scott. Um. Tim Drake. Tim Drake. Yes, yeah, Scott. Who's Scott? Is there? There's no Scott. There. <laughs> uh, Tim Drake. <laughs> no Scott. Um. You know, the dialogue is actually about those moments to where, of like. I guess it's a small spoiler, but I guess it doesn't really matter. I'm just saying, like, if you're not the first Robin, Batman didn't choose you first because that's Nightwing. And But if you go in with Nightwing, you get a completely different set of dialogue. And it's like, that's crazy. That's really cool that they did that. And nobody's going to see that because... And the same with uh, Batgirl. When I, I, I appreciated Batgirl's moment with uh, Harley because Harley knows you're playing as Batgirl. And she says something about, like... Uh, how you break up? How you breaking up girls? Now she's like, "How dare you? I, I I'm fun. I'm a fun girl. I'm like that was cute, right? It, that's a cute exchange. Like Tim Drake's not getting that, and that's that's super interesting to me. And so that that's why when I to bring this background and say like the story is there, and it's it's just like it's kind of hard to find in a weird way, but it's all there. And I say that to just basically say again, I'm with you. It's just this has been more about like I don't understand the hate of this game, like. I understand why some people would bounce off of it because it makes a terrible first impression. But the people that just say like this, this is the bane of, of video games, the way that people I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't take you seriously. Um, yeah, and, and, and if anything, I, during this episode, I'm trying to get across how this is not the greatest game you'll ever play, but this is the, if you, this is the best 7.5 I've ever played. Yeah, I mean, like this is like, it's, it's really, if, if, if you if you like the open world superhero genre of a game, this does not do it in any. This this does not fail. Like this is the, it, and that's what's, I guess, just took me by surprise. I I was expecting a failure. It's definitely not a failure. It's something you should definitely grab a friend and go fight crime with. I mean, if if there's anything uh, more that I want that I want that I want from this game, it would have been more of those handcrafted Mr. Freeze moments, those handcrafted Clayface moments. I think the game would have been even better if it was mostly those moments that you play through cooperatively uh, with, with the overall being 
a side piece. Um, but that's not what we got. Instead, it, it's it's more open world based. You grind, you get clues by, by punching people in the face. Then you go back to the Belfry you, and then you unlock the main mission, rinse and repeat. It's not a bad, it's not a bad cycle. It can get mundane. You can bounce off of it. You can not like it, which is fine. But for the most part, it does what it does. Well, like does what it does well. Like I'm, I'm actually, I actually feel kind of bad for the devs on this one because yeah, I do too. If, if anything, I think Warner Brothers screwed them over by saying, I see you guys have a good game there. Would suck if you put in a bunch of, microtransaction stuff in there, wouldn't it? And it's like, yeah, that would suck. But other than that, <laughs> yeah, and it, they if, made a pretty good game. Yeah, if I remember correctly, like this this was supposed to be a service game and then it basically the first time it got unveiled or shown off, like it, it got dragged pretty hard and probably for good reason. I'd I'd have to go back and, and watch it because I have this like vivid memory of of Nightwing picking up loot. And that doesn't really happen in this game. So I I'd be curious to if I if I remember and I'm bored enough, I'll go check it out. But it's you're not wrong. Like there's definitely you can see the stitching coming loose of just like this was something else at some point. And th- this kind of comes back to that thing of like man, making games is hard, right? And a lot of it's luck sometimes of of making sure you're at the right place at the right time. But this is definitely a victim of certain parts of the game were changed late or ripped out or you know something along those lines. And but again, it, it comes back to this is not there there is a lot of good here and and i and i genuinely feel that way like there's a lot of good to this game and it, it's a bummer that a lot of people didn't see it you know and and it was dragged it was dragged to the mud so hard because it just it that doesn't make sense to me genuinely so again this is with the preface of everything worked for us the pc version was more than fine you know so that could play a huge part into it so but yeah, anything else you want to say on uh, the old Gotham Knights? Which, what a, uh, what a weird yeah. time to be alive. Yeah, I mean, it, the, I think the biggest flaw of this game, the only, the only, the the one singular flaw to otherwise perfect ten out of ten game is, uh, Batgirl has a better butt than Nightwing, which is canonically untrue. Nightwing has the best butt in DC Comics. This is I, facts. Uh, I, I took a picture just to. Do you still have that picture? I can make it the thumbnail. <laughs> I really, I could do that. It is. It's, it's the, it's the background screen of my phone. So oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like I'm, I'm going to pull up my little Xbox app in real time and see if, can I, can I see this photo? Cause you definitely can. It's, it's, it's gonna, it should be on your front page now. It like, should be. I know they put a, a place on it. I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to change the, the, the show. Like our logo will no longer be, it's, <laughs> it's just going to be. It's going to be this. I'll find it and I'll see if I can. But yeah, no, it was. It's weird. It's weird that I still like I'm still like trying to talk myself out of it in a weird way. But I'm like, no, like I, this is genuinely how I feel. <laughs> and I, I enjoyed my time with this game a lot more than I anticipated. So but all right, that is going to do for this episode. Next time uh, we're, we're playing some Forza. We're also playing Cocoon. Uh, so we'll definitely be talking about those games. And then. Um, I know you were interested in the Lamplighters League. Have you checked that out at all? I've been playing it. I have thoughts okay. and opinions. I I don't know if I'm going to have time to get to that one. Honestly, um, I kind of want to because I've I've heard things. That's one that I I was. That's one that I would not go in on blind. If that makes sense, like I definitely just needed to hear what somebody said. And I'm hearing some very strange things. 
um, for that one. So, but there's but there's also other games coming out that we just genuinely want to play. Like Spider Man's coming out. I want to play that. I gotta play some catch up on stuff. So, I think we probably got about what probably five or six more games for the rest of the year, and then we'll probably be time for our uh, game of the year. So. But all right, that's going to do it for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We'll see you next time with Forza Motorsport or Cocoon. Good day, sirs.